This is episode 375 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Selco, what to do if unwanted people show up at your door when the SHTF. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by my ebook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. If you'd like to get some more information, click on the link in the show notes or come on over to the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, before we jump into our article, I just want to remind you to keep the people in California in your prayers. Um, you know, if you're in a different part of the country, you might not, uh, that might not be top of mind for you right now unless you are, you know, seeing it in the news. But, uh, you know, it's pretty devastating over, over there in California. I believe this wildfire, this current one is like the biggest ever in the, in the state's history. And so, um, you know, they might be reaching into other states and I'm, I'm not so well versed on it that I know all the specifics, but I know that it's pretty bad. Um, like I said, I think this one is the biggest one, uh, or the, I read that this one is the biggest one ever in the state's history. And so uh, keep the people that are you know losing everything and having to get out of harm's way, uh, keep them in your prayers as well as the first responders, all the firefighters and all the policemen and everybody else who's helping uh, as much as possible to get everybody out and pray that they stay safe as well. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and jump into our first article or to our article. It comes to us from theorganicprepper.com. Um, it's an article by Selco, and if you are new to the podcast, which I know, um, you know, people are always coming to the podcast, and I do appreciate those of you that are leaving reviews on iTunes because it does help to get the podcast out there, and people, you know, people look at that like, hey, how many stars does it have? How many reviews does it have? Let me read a few reviews, and and if people seem to enjoy this this podcast, let me go ahead and listen to it, or at least download it. And so um, I know that there's a, there's new people listening all the time. Uh, Selco is a guy who went through um, a year of uh, SHTF. Actually, his his website is called shtfschool.com. And so he was in Serbia during the the Serbian War, the Bosnian Serbian War, and uh, he was um, you know experienced a true SHTF situation for a whole year. And uh, he writes about that, and he also writes for Daisy Luther over at The Organic Prepper. And this article is one of those. And it's actually, this is a topic that comes up quite a bit. And I'm not going to do a lot of commentary today. Um, I think the article does lay out maybe a different approach for a lot of people. But this is one thing that comes up. And you know, people are like, hey, what would I do if the poop hit the fan and people started showing up at my door. What would I do? You know, and uh, you know, some people uh, have an idea of what they would do. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that is really reality. But anyway, let's go ahead and read this one. I might have a few thoughts at the very end. Um, I do want to say that you know, Selko English is not his first language. So uh, definitely when he's writing, sometimes it doesn't come out as clear and sometimes the verbiage and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm going to try to read it as as uh, close to what the uh, the sentence says. And uh, sometimes just to let you know that um, there's going to be times where it doesn't come out correctly. And uh, I'll try to fix it as I can on the fly, but uh, just wanted to let uh, let you know that. So the title is Selko, What to Do 
if unwanted people show up at your door when the SHTF. We all have worries about people that will show up at our doorstep when SHTF. I'm thinking here about family members or friends that we know will be problematic when they show up. Either they are complete burdens without any real values in a truly hard situation, or they might even possibly be a danger for us. So what do we do with those folks? Or what do you mean what do they mean to us? If they are friends and they are not worth taking in when they show up, then they are probably not real friends to you. If they are family, then the situation is a bit different because for family, it is often worth the effort to try to make something useful from them. SHTF makes bonds stronger and more important, and usually there is no stronger bond than your own blood. But again, it is the thing of mentality, and it may be different in different parts of the world. So what does reality look like? When it comes to SHTF and what we expect, it almost always looks a bit different than we imagined it. It is like that with the kind of people we are going to cooperate and maybe live with when SHTF. During our physical courses, we have different types of people as a student, and often on a course, we have at least one student who is completely different from the majority. Let's say we have five students who are in good shape, physically in good condition, or skilled. And then we have at least one who is out of shape or a bit less skilled, or a student who is stubborn or wants to play on his own. And then, since we play a lot with group dynamics, we have students in situations where they are saying to us things like, we cannot finish the task or be brilliant at the task because of that guy, his poor performance or bad shape or skill or not willing to learn or whatever. We, as instructors, say to the students, then imagine that person is your father or your mother or that when SHTF, your girlfriend shows up at your door with her old aunt. Are you going to shoot them or learn to operate with them? Almost always, they as a group find a solution to operate as a group. And what is even more important, that person too learns their own value, just like their own imperfections. It is reality. You will cooperate with people who you love or hate or people who slow you down, but you will have to manage that somehow. So why are they going to show up? The first and easiest step in solving this problem of not wanting people on your doorstep is to start from this. Why will they want to show up? Do you pose yourself over the years as a secure place to them if something serious happens? Do you paint yourself as a person who definitely knows what to do if the world as we know it were to suddenly collapse? Or do you drag that person along by helping him in all his life, even if you clearly know that person does not deserve it, so you know if something really bad happens, that person's going to look for you immediately? Is it simply a matter of good old, a good old lack of OPSEC? Because over the years, you keep talking to that person that he or she needs to get it together and to start to prepare because bad things are coming, and you show them how well prepared you are as an example. Whichever answer might be, if you do not want this person to show up, it is probably best to solve that now and not when SHTF. If you do not want that person with you now, it is time to cut off all connections and to make that clear to him. Keep in mind this simple advice through an example of myself. I also have some worries about people showing up on my doorstep, but very small worries. Why? Because as far as they know, I am not prepared. I am scared too. I do not know anything about survival. I follow media. I am brainwashed. 
When the SHTF, I will be scared, confused, and I will look in all directions for help. At least all this is the picture that I paint about myself. This is part of being the gray man. And there is a link here to the gray man uh, that you can uh, go and click on another article. Those who are important to me know my capabilities. Everybody else is probably worried that I might show up at on their doorstep because that's me, just an ordinary sheep. But they will show up. Yes, I know. This is the real world we are talking about here. And of course, some people might still show up. Friends you like but who are useless. Members of the family that are awful but they are family and you are their only help, etc. By the mere fact that they are showing up at your doorstep, you are in a situation where you need to decide, one, are you going to refuse him and make a possible enemy of him, especially if he knows your survival preparations? Or two, will you accept him and put yourself at risk of possible problems because that person is not reliable, not skilled, dangerous, or because of whatever reason? Refusing that person might be the solution, but you need to factor in things like how bad the situation is around you and how much your personal preparations that person knows about. For example, if there is a complete absence of law and that person knows you are a prepper and have good stuff with you and you refuse him, guess what's happening? That person becomes your enemy at a time where there is no law and you have cool stuff with you. That person becomes your enemy with information about where some good stuff is. In a drastic situation, complete SHTF, refusing the person who has a lot of info about you may be a situation where you need to terminate that person. During drastic situations, be ready for drastic measures. Guys, that is, um, you know, definitely not not, uh, condoning, you know, terminating people here. Um, You know, that's something that, again, he's talking about drastic situations and the complete you know, walking dead scenario here, right? I guess uh, just going to throw that out there. Just saying in most of the other less drastic situations, collapses, SHTFs, most feelings are only things that are going to be hurt and you should not worry about it. If you have kids to feed or more important and closer people than that person who show up on the other hand, accepting that person that you do not really want to have with you in SHTF because of whatever reason, may work in your favor if you cover two things in correct way, group and leadership. This is another example where you can see how important it is to have an organized group when the SHTF, or in other words, you cannot be alone. By accepting a not-so-wanted person inside an already organized group where each member has and knows his duties and responsibilities, you are by default pushing that person to meld into the organization. If you are alone, it is hard to control that person. And it does not need to be ultra-hard, core survivalist group of 15 armed men. That is not necessary. Just a group of people with already known skills, duties, and responsibilities. Do not be alone. Correct leadership is the other thing that will help you a lot when undesirable persons are staying with you. I'm not talking here about democracy. Sorry, folks, but real democracy does not work very well in a situation like this. If you are a strong leader of your group, you have the skills to set the rules and to make the people obey the rules. If you do not have those skills, someone else will. With correct leadership within a group, the person who shows up suddenly and does not want to contribute in the right way can be pushed to contribute. With all the combined things above, you need to keep in mind that when SHTF, strength is usually in numbers. So even if you think there is no use of some person who shows up on your doorstep, think hard. 
Is there actually a use for them? And do you have skills and force to implement that use of the person? I would like to have skilled persons with me when SHTF, but often it is more important to have people that can be trusted, even if they have no skills. So you need to think about it on that way too. Also, there are many uses of people besides hardcore survival stuff. I survived some of the hardest situations with people whose only skill was to talk, and I appreciated that skill a lot. All right, guys, that's that article here. Um, again, you know, Selka, what to do if I don't want the people show up at your door when the SHTF. Um, you know, I go back to the early days of Prepper website. There was an article that just really kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. And uh, someone, I, I wish I would have uh, marked it. And I'm pretty sure I shared it on Prepper website. I just, I will, I will have to go and really track it down. But uh, in this specific article, this person, and I believe it was a woman who was writing it, was saying something along the lines as, if, you know, I've been telling all my family to prepare and they are not preparing. So if they show up, like if my mom shows up at my front door right after the poop has hit the fan, she's going to be met with, you know, at the end of a double barrel shotgun. And I just, I couldn't even phantom that, right? I couldn't even begin to, uh, even go there like how could you possibly do that that you have your own mother right and you know people have different relationships with parents and things like that but how could you possibly do that somebody that you know should be that close to you that you know just because they didn't put some food away or some water away because they didn't see things the way that you saw they show up at your house for help and then you 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 know you're going to threaten them hey you better leave or I'm going to you know blow you away so right off the bat for me, I knew that that would probably never be the way that I would operate. Not only that, um, you know, my my faith in my relationship with God would not allow that to happen for me. Uh, you know, when when the poop hits the fan, when the collapse happens with the EMP, when what whatever, right? Uh, when that all that stuff blows up. Uh, for me, I am first a, a Christian. I am a believer. Uh, you know that that doesn't go out the window. The Bible, my faith, um, the way that I'm supposed to treat people according to the way the Lord wants me to treat people, all that stuff doesn't go out the door. Now, you know, do, will I be wise? Yes. Am I going to be careful? Yes. Am I going to be discerning? All of that stuff. Yes. But at the same time, I just don't throw every all of my humanity away and all my faith away, you know, uh, and and that just doesn't happen that way. And I know a lot of people do not have that same idea. There, you know, people have said, "Todd, you can have that view all you want, but that's not what I'm going to have." And that's fine. You do whatever you want, but you know, it, it's completely up to you. And there's going to be people all along the different phases and uh, you know, I guess degrees of that when when the poop hits the fan. The other thing is if you are like a solo prepper in, or maybe, you know, your family is accepting of it uh, and, but you're pretty much the, the prepper for the family. Um, when, when it really goes down, do you think like your kids are going to, you know, you're ready to load up and bug out or whatever it is, or, or you're, you're bugging in. Uh, do you really think like your kids are going to let grandma, you know, uh, uh, you know, survive out there with the zombies on their own you know i mean think about it do you really think that your you know your your wife is going to say hey um wait a minute we have you know 
people out there, you know, my, my sister, my brother, you know, your your parents, whatever, all that kind of stuff uh, th- that are out there and they're going to be hungry and they're going to be, you know, surviving. And, and I just can't even, I don't even want to live with the idea that they're out there and not, uh, you know, where they could have been here in, in security and possibly with some food to eat and things like that. And yes, it would be rough. And yes, you know, it it would be, they would be eating our food and all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, I, a lot of people would be willing to give that up. So you think about it that way. Um, you know, if you have that view as like, hey man, when, when the poop hits the fan, it's my four and no more, then hopefully the, the other three of your four believe that way as well. Because if not, you're going to have a big struggle on your hands with, uh, you know, with your kids and, and your spouse, you know, wanting to have, um, you know, the rest of the family over there as well. And so, I remember not too long ago, uh, actually, I think it's over somebody over at Beans, Bullets, Bandages and you, um, they're they're prepping because they know that they're going to have people show up and they know and he knows that family is not going to be uh, turned away. You know, it's like there's just no way I'm, I, I can say that all I want, but I know that I'm not going to be able to do that or I know that my family, my, my spouse, my kids aren't going to allow that to happen. So I am preparing, uh, you know, a lot more food than I would just for my family because I know people are going to be here. So a lot of things to consider. You know, if you don't even want to get to that one situation, then I like what Selko was saying. He goes, "Hey, when when it all goes down, I'm going to be I'm going to look really like everybody else. I'm going to be like, "Hey, oh my gosh, what am I going to do?" You know, the you know, where am I going to get groceries and and you're going to verbalize all that stuff when in reality you are uh, you know, you are you know, prepped and you have all your food storages and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, he, he says, Hey, the people who know me or the people that I care about, they know my capabilities. They know that I'm going to be prepared and, and they are, they are going to be welcome if the poop ever hits the fan. So a lot to think about, right? You know, because when you, when you're doing all of this stuff, it's like, I'm putting some food storage away and food is expensive and, and water storage is expensive and gear is expensive and all those types of things. And, and yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing the world and you're seeing everybody else going on vacations and, and doing this and buying new cars. And, and because you see the world in a different way, you're like, you know, I want to have this insurance. I want to, I want to be, be able to protect my family and feed my family and, and make sure that they're safe if anything like that happened. And then, so it's very easy to say, you know, every Everybody else is do, who's living the high life and, and going on their vacations and spending money like crazy. Then you know uh, they don't deserve it because they lived crazy when they could have been living frugally and being prepared. And so I, I completely understand that, and I, I understand that view uh, as well. And so uh, you know a lot of things to consider when we move into a situation like the poop hit the fan. So guys, I'm going to link to this article from The Organic Prepper in the show notes. And so if you wanted to click on the link like to The Gray Man or you wanted to go uh, click on some of the other uh, links here that uh, that are in the article, you can come check it out. Maybe read it a little bit more carefully and, and really think through where you're going to be and how you'll end up if the poop hits the fan. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 375. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to thepreppewebsitepodcast.com. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.